0: Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy Ryback, joined by Raj Geary of Wrestling Happy Friday, Raj.
1: Happy Friday to you too. It's it's been a chaotic one for me. How how are you doing? I'm
0: I'm good. I'm uh, hoping for everybody watching our connection is going to be all right. Oh, sorry. I'm, Go ahead. Uh, I'm hoping our connection is going to be all right. I'm trying. We're taking this. as we're we're really what's the word i'm looking at this we're playing russian roulette with this with this uh internet connection i have so
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well we'll we'll do the best that we can hopefully everything goes okay but hey
0: so far so good good deal yeah it's a little choppy um, but i'm uh we're we're going to be redoing this uh on wednesday for everyone on the internet so it shouldn't be an issue moving forward after this week
1: yeah um and and just a heads up, there is a little bit of a delay with us, so um, if if,
0: uh, if there's Is a, there,
1: yeah, yeah, So no worries, though. We'll we'll go with it.
0: We'll we'll, um, we'll tempt it. We'll tempt it.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, this past week, a lot of positive uh, COVID cases were revealed. Chris Jericho revealed that he had COVID back in September. Well, the timing worked out for him where because of how the taping schedule was in September, he actually never uh, was never missed a TV show. So he was on every episode in September. He said he had really mild symptoms or no symptoms at all. A friend of his got it. And then he went, got himself tested and revealed that he was positive. By the time AEW uh, had their next tapings, Jericho went, tested negative. So he was good to go. Also, Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks, at that same time, he got COVID, and he said he had a bad experience, and he was off for several weeks. Uh, he said he got hives, was sick, bedridden, wow. and uh, was not himself when he came back. He said it took a while to, to get back to, to normal. So two very different stories uh, from you know two top AEW guys contracting the virus.
0: Yeah, and that just shows, I mean, the, the difference is some people are absolutely fine, and like, like Chris I saw where he said he had no symptoms or didn't even know, you know, and then, you know, someone like Nick, where it's more, you know, on the opposite end of that. So where I don't, I don't, I don't know. The, I would imagine it'd be very difficult if it, it it hits you like that wrestling, especially if it's shortness of breath and recovery, you know, that, that's, that's not a good feeling. I had to wrestle with um, the, when I came back from my groin injury and I got like pneumonia, bronchitis, it was bad, and I couldn't breathe, and I had to wrestle Cesaro and and, uh, Cena. Cesaro here in the States, and then we went on a UK tour, and then I had to wrestle Cena on Raw, I believe, and uh, it was when we were doing that whole authority angle, and uh, I could not breathe, and it was the worst. I mean, I was choking just, just doing my entrance, so I can't even imagine something like that that's supposed to be worse. You know, it's a good thing he wasn't having to wrestle. But even coming back, recovering off of that, just crazy. But it'd be interesting to know too how many people have really had it and that it, it didn't come out at the time or, or whatnot. And really, if there was no reason, if I guess they're, the way their TVs, they were weeks ahead or apart from their tapings or whatever. So where it timed out well, you know, for someone like Chris. And plus, too, he's doing commentary where he wasn't wrestling maybe as much. I don't know, but.
1: I mean, the longer it
0: goes on, the more people are going to get it.
1: Yep. And it came out this week that Drew McIntyre has it. Uh, There have been several uh, cases right now in WWE. Uh, Drew McIntyre is one. Uh, There was a SmackDown star not named and a couple others. Uh, Drew McIntyre, apparently he has mild symptoms. He said uh, he didn't really feel much. Um, And, yeah, he's scheduled to face Goldberg at the Royal Rumble uh, in 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 a couple of weeks. So, if he tests negative by then, uh, he should be good to go. But, uh, yeah, another big uh, positive COVID test.
0: Yeah, no, Drew's a great guy. He takes care of himself. So uh, hopefully he's able to bounce back, you know, and, and coming back. I don't know. He, one of that might uh, is a situation, too, where in probably with the Goldberg match, that's probably not going to be, uh, you know, if it is a, a, anything of a longer match, it's heavily it, – it's with big bombs most likely, not the – your typical style, what I would say, fast-paced WWE match. Right. <clears throat> so hopefully he has no issues coming back, especially if he has mild symptoms. Um, then he, he worries not experiencing the shortness of breath and whatnot, because that would be that'd be rough to have to come back and, and perform with with that kind of thing. But yeah, no, my he's a great guy and uh, known him for a long time, and I have no doubt he's going to bounce back.
1: Yeah. Um. For people watching us live, and th- that'll be watching it before Saturday, the Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view main event was changed uh, today. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Rich Swan, Chris Sabin, and Alex Shelley against Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Uh, Alex Shelley is out, and Moose will be replacing him. So it's now Rich Swan, Moose, and Chris Sabin versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. And it's not known why uh, exactly... Uh, Alex was removed. he uh, co- impact co-president Scott Diamore said uh, extraordinary circumstances call for extraordinary measures. Um, we got news from Alex that he could not make it uh, due to he could not travel due to unavoidable circumstances.
0: yeah, and I'm sure that situation that will be more information on that is here is it always is the um exactly what happened, but I think Moose is a great replacement. I like Moose. I've wrestled him before back when I was when I left and uh, back up in Canada. Actually, where Santino's uh, school was uh, for this for this promotion up there, and uh, I had a good time. Even I really really hurt, but I mean he was he was really easy to to, to work with, and uh, he's a big guy that can go. So that's a, that's a good replacement. That's a good that's an interesting that's a, a good good matchup for Impact i'll be curious to see if they they get a spike in anything with with the crossover
1: yeah uh so we'll see how that goes and we'll see where the impact aew relationship goes from there um but the we'll get to the ratings later impact ratings are kind of back to where they were before um maybe slightly higher uh before kenny omega started appearing but uh not really a a big boost now um, Ricochet, his WWE contract. There had been some speculation on that. Brian Alvarez had stated on Wrestling Observer Radio that he believed that uh, Ricochet's contract was ending soon. Uh, but Dave Meltzer noted in the Wrestling Observer that he actually signed a um, it, it, it signed a five year deal uh, when he moved to the main roster last year. So his his contract is not up until 2024.
0: Brian Alvarez on the money is as always there with his uh, reporting. Geez, can you be any further off? <laughs> I mean, that's those guys work together, dude. That's just that's him for you. So no, if that's uh Ricochet staying, you know, made the decision. Hopefully he got the the uh, a decent money offer. But he's so new up there, it was I'd really be interested if if that was done pre- the before COVID or if it was done after, if, when that money was being a little bit less. Offered because that's a long deal to sign. If right. so, either way, I, 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 man, uh signing a five-year deal with anyone—that's unless the money is just absolutely so much can change, talent-wise. I always, whenever I hear them, like, ah, like, I mean, because I mean, not to say you can, can't renegotiate, but they, if you're they're paying you way under, why would they? But right. it's because so much can change with, not necessarily in WWE, but as far as getting over, they're going to use you how whatever they put you, they peg you at essentially. And, uh, but, but man, it, it could be so much changes every year. And it, it's that, I mean, that's a career. So like five years or let it's shorter. That's longer than the average wrestling career, usually on TV. If you figure everybody in with that, you know, you want to make sure you're getting as much as possible. So hopefully he did.
1: Yeah. And I, I think he did. He signed at a time when, uh, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, they were trying to get, prevent anyone from going to AEW. So they were offering the big money contracts that has changed. uh, And with people I've spoken to uh, that the, the contracts that people are being offered now is much lower. And actually um, a lot of the people coming up from uh, NXT, the main roster are not given new deals. They're still on their old deals. Uh, Retribution uh, outside of Ali. uh, They recently were, uh, Got new deals that were two hundred fifty thousand per year, um, which is lower than what a lot of the incoming contract offers had been over the past couple of years. But obviously, still, that's uh, that's your downside. So they could make more. Yeah
0: that it that numbers it fluctuated and it depends on the people too. That first co- what they, that so that's normal. What they were do what they usually would do. The formula was fewer in developmental or whatever usually it was developmental you know and the NXT contracts have been adjusted a little bit i think probably i would imagine but you'd get up there and they would usually before when you were traveling all the time they would pay for your hotel and rental car for the first maybe 3 to 6 months to make like and so you don't really get an idea of the expenses and i, I think we talked about this before there was always a reason why they did this and so you really don't understand how much the, the road expenses are and then what they will do is they'll offer you a new deal in that period. But it, a lot of times it was like 150000 was kind of that first three-year deal or 200, Maybe it went up to $150,000, 250, somewhere in that range for guys. And what guys don't realize, though, is they go, oh, they look at that money. They go, oh, my God, that's more money than I've made doing this. They sign that, and then they start paying for their hotels and rental cars. And that's why you see everybody riding together is because they can't afford to get their own because it's so, so much money on the road when you right. do that and eating. So that's, that money doesn't go nearly as far. But nowadays, if you're not traveling and then you don't have the rental cars in the hotels five nights a week, your road expenses in, in food every day in airports, it goes down tremendously. So you can get a little more, stretch that money out a little better, but it's still not a lot. Like that's, you can make more than that. A lot of regular jobs after you figure everything in. At the end of the right. day, after taxes and
1: health uh, insurance and everything, health
0: insurance, everything. Uh, you know, you know, shit. I pay almost five hundred dollars a month for health insurance. Like
1: that that's it? I'm paying like almost uh, more than double that. For, dude, my- is it just for you or for
0: your family though?
1: It's me and my family, too.
0: Yeah, so it's just for me on that. Like, I mean, and, I, and, I, and that's solid insurance. You can right. go a little cheaper and stuff, and that's not counting other expenses you have along the way with it. But, you know, most people, that's – I mean, that's, that, that's a lot of money, and especially wrestling and stuff. So it's – I would like to see that money go up. Wrestling is the one thing where it's yeah. – that's what kind of motivated me to be my own boss is because I – no matter even if you get figured into that circle it's still never what it should be so it's right. those guys man it they they get you early and they they get you locked down and but hopefully like we said covid all this if once things improve i hope they for the wrestlers sake renegotiate some of the guys that may be signed during this period mm-hmm. and and give them a little bit a little bit more so
1: how many times did you re-sign while you where you were with WWE? Obviously, there was from when you went up to developmental to the main roster, yeah. Uh, and then after that, w- was it was it a handful of times? Uh, like how many? How often are they having you renegotiate your
0: contract? Well, I always did three-year deals, so yeah. it was, and then usually because there was Nexus as well, and I was on developmental still in Nexus, mm-hmm. and then I stayed on that one by with my injury. They just kept me on that. Um, and where are actually went actually, I went into a hole where I owed them so, like all this money. So when I came back there, they weren't, weren't paying me. I was working off the money for being out injured a year and a half. So that's, and they, then we redid the contract as Ryback once. And then the two was the one where I walked out where, um, and that was, that was for another three year deal on that but there had been i've signed multiple contracts over the years because developmental or the 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 two different stints in developmental so i think there had been four or five total and that but it's uh maybe four and then the fifth one is when i i turned it down and and walked out so
1: so each time was your downside did that increase each time i know your overall money probably fluctuated based on where you were on pay-per-view card and merchandise but but the downside went up every time
0: yeah. And then, well, that was the, in the, where I walked out on. And the initial, what they do is, I told you this before, they they put the IC title on me and then literally that week brought me in to renegotiate my contract. So, like I told you they they do things for a reason to something with talents to get them. And then the, the money was super low actually compared to what I, it wasn't, it wasn't any, I think it was like a $50,000 a year raise, From what I was already at, I just no way. Like we're not doing this again. And they it was we went back and forth on on figures. And then whatever it was was like four fifty, five fifty, six fifty. It ended up being like one point six five million for three years and that. And and I wasn't like that wasn't horrible, but I wanted way more still. And then that was when the They wanted me to sign over everything that I had already trademarked and that process had begun. And I just go, nope, that's because I knew I was getting it already. And I knew I wanted to do the supplements and the feedmemore.com. And that's where I just said, I'm not, I'm not, I just quit talking and I just walked out. So it's, but that money can, it's, like I said, you can out earn that. Right. I'm very open about it. Let's what I all I wish all talents were open about the pay they got. They because you could see, like I I mean I made them a lot of money. That one year that made one point something million my first hot year. And that was when that got scaled back, even during that. That would have been significantly more, more if they didn't pull all my merchandise. And then the following year, I actually worked more, worked more dates, longer matches, everything. And I made $400 and something thousand dollars for the year. And, and that was where the, it dropped drastically. And then it stayed. It might have went up a little bit the next couple of years. But like in that range where and I was working way more. And uh, even though I, when I worked a ton that first year, every day I wasn't home. But it's the, the, the numbers, just there's, they could fluctuate based off that. So, And what right. they'll do is they'll always try to pay you close to your downside, though. So if I had been on a seven hundred fifty thousand downside, my pay would have magically aligned with that, like yeah. throughout the year. That's why they'll tell talents it's not important. It's the most important thing as a wrestler you can do is get the highest downside possible because it will push them to use you at a certain level more often than not. Not to say they won't mess with you still and do things, but they're going to get their money out of you, and they're going to have you're going to get that as a minimum. So. Right,
1: so that year when you were making four something, that's probably not much more than your downside, right? So
0: yeah, that was it. Was close to it. Might have been at the time the downside. I'm trying to think was could I don't even right. I'd have to go look at it because yeah. that, that first contract it might have been like two fifty three three fifty was the downside yeah. on that, and so it was very it would it was not horribly far off of that. Even though the next two years it did go up, so I did out earn it based off just everything like with merchandise and whatever action figures it pushes it over a little bit but they keep you within that range usually.
1: So for a wrestler who's currently not you're not doing live events and if they're not mm-hmm. one of the more push guys their merchandise or if they don't even have merchandise or mm-hmm. it's not selling they're pretty much getting mostly their downside maybe a little bit of video game money is that? Is that yeah. accurate?
0: It would, it would it would all kind of aligns with that and you'll not to say if you're so, what happens too is like guys, the guys that out earn it are the guys usually being on paper on well, what was pay per view, but on on the pay per view or the network pay per views every month is where you start out earning that. But the problem is, is if you're not on those, you're not your money is very, you know, right? It, it's and that's and that's and again, so if you and two, if you don't take the time, the problem is that they got everyone kind of pigeonholed there. Like if you try to negotiate you're deemed an asshole or like, this is crazy and no other industry this happens where if you try to like actually, no, I would, I need this amount. I want this amount. They just, they, they push you aside. If you speak up too soon and they'll just go, we'll just pluck this guy and put him in. Cause it's all about the brand, which from a business standpoint, it's great, right? You've, you've got this system now, but the, you're treating the people that make that system, what it is that way. And it, it's not good. Um, and and it, it does not allow for making megastars. So,
1: Right. um, and, and one more thing to clarify. I think some people get confused by this. The downside means um, it, everything, if you, with your merch, pay-per-view, live events, if yeah. that ends up being more than your downside, that's what you get. It's not on top
0: of your downside. Exactly. So, so what if, they do is they pay you usually less for those things. Right. Because you've all they're, all they're obligated to pay you is your downside right. at the end of the day. And that, even though you have your percentages in there, but they, they it's... It's a really odd thing. You always kind of tend to stay around your downside mm-hmm. unless you get like that push. Um, and they don't then. But if you get a push, some of those guys like the shield came in. They were probably on low money for a while. And then once they realized those were the guys they were going to keep in that circle, they were able. But even then, and I'll tell you this, and I know from experience, and I won't name names. Guys that were in the circle, though, I've heard just they've lowballed them bad. Yeah. And it's it, it's. It it's a really uh it's a tough, tough situation. It, it's like even nobody's actually outside of like Cena was ever treated any different. Now that might change over the years as someone who's Romans there been longer now, Seth has been there longer. They have a little more say, I would say probably. But even then it's still never at the level that it was. So
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we at Wrestling Inc., we had an exclusive earlier this week about Roosh. Uh, he was, he's the ROH World Heavyweight Champion, and he was uh, negotiating with WWE about possibly joining there. His contract is either up or it's, it, it was up last month, um, and WWE passed. Apparently, they felt that his asking price was too high. Uh, they made an offer, which apparently was lower than expected. And which is kind of continuing that trend lately of them lowballing both signed and unsigned talent. So, um, so yeah,
0: and that's the sort of thing where, and then like the portion of the, the toxic wrestling community, what happens is people will deem, it, oh, that guy's an asshole, or he's asking, how dare he ask for? And it, I guarantee you, he's not asking probably for anything that he's not worth. Right. It's just they they do this. Vince and the Vince is a billionaire. They are making more money than ever. Right. It's it's a really it puts talent, you know, in a really tough position. You know, like what do you do And a guy like that? Luckily, there's other op- options out there now in mm-hmm. other in wrestling companies, and but the whole WWE thing is, oh, we're giving you an opportunity. The thing is, is everyone now with people speaking out, you know, what that system is more than anybody in the past ever did, and it's you can make a little bit more educated decisions. But you know, look at the young bucks and Kenny. If they would have man where would wrestling be right now if those guys all re-signed, re-signed with wwe right for, and i saw heard the money for that and that was not like a crazy amount of money it was mm-hmm. more maybe than they made maybe for just bookings but not maybe merchandise wise overall like where would i guarantee you they're making way more money now right with that and guaranteed so it's what can look good on paper now there's other options and, and not to say everyone's always going to have that choice, but it's, it's, it's a cool thing that's happened in wrestling and there's, you know, impact to impact of those guys. There's Gallows and Anderson had to have gotten a, a pretty penny to turn down, not to go to AEW to, right. they, 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 so they, there's some money out there now, whereas right. that maybe wasn't the case before.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dave Langer uh, in the chat pointing out: Imagine WWE making the most money it ever has last year, and they are lowballing all their wrestlers, and they're going to be reporting their financials for 2020 uh, in the beginning of February, and it's—I'm
0: sure their profits are going to be insane. And you know, Vince is great at it; he's a great businessman. There's never any denying that. The problem is—is is, uh, you've done a lot of bad to human beings, and every wrestler from that time, I put out that pay blog. And on, on raising a question on, on pay and wrestling and equal pay and saying equal pay, it's not saying equal pay for everybody, but more equal pay across the board Mm -hmm. for the efforts of the talent where, you know, everybody that works in it, you, you have a good run there. You should be set for a long, long time. And that's, we've seen, that's not the case, Mm -hmm. like with almost everybody. So, and then this guy and they're, they're hoarding all this money and as well as opportunities It's a really, really frustrating thing. And I will say, and I told you last week, I've had talent reach out from there and say they feel their social media is being suppressed by the company as well while they're there. And I think they do it across the board to a lot of talent once they leave. And they do it. It's all part of Vince's strategy of keeping guys down. So they need, he, they're reliant on WWE for a payday. And he is brilliant in that, but he's also, it's one of the most evil things you could do. And it's, I look at guys, you look at guys that leave there too, Raj, and look at their social media, like on Twitter and things, and they they can't, I mean, they get no traction, at, like none. And you have to say, like, how are they not at least being seen? At, it's a very odd thing. Like, whereas if you have other people that have been on TV in the past, they have a following and people will stay with them. It's not the case with a lot of people that leave WWE. And I always found that very odd. Whereas then where regular people that aren't don't even hustle online are seen more and they go, that's what's really going on. I'm telling you, I think a lot of stuff is going to come out on Vince at at, at some point. And it, it has already, but I think really, really significant things as time goes on because of this business strategy he's created. And it's it's not making up and it's 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 significant on what they do. They want people to be reliant on them for a payday, which is why you see people always going back.
1: Yeah. Um, so so with that, when you say that suppress, do you mean um, just they're not if you click on your home screen on Twitter, you're just not seeing their tweets as much? Or yeah. Okay. So what I
0: mean exactly by that is so WWE works with Twitter, with Insta- Facebook, Instagram, with with TikTok, which I got that unlocked. I was lucky enough on that, which is why I, and I already talked to enough people. What they do is they work with these companies and these companies, they call it shadow banning. But there's different levels. So these companies, um, and from the information I've been told and with the people I have trying to help me with this, they police themselves in there. So it's a really, really tough thing. But what they can do is there's different levels. So what they do, and everything is computerized and algorithms. What they can do is they simply, you got 1.5 million followers. What they'll do is only 0.5% of that is going to even see what this guy posts. And they can arrange only five percent is going to see what that guy posts. They are able to go in there and do this, and they do it with people. And they have different tiers on all of this. And it's just so that is when I say it's not actually WWE actually doing it. it it's WWE working with them. They have they they work with these companies hand in hand. Big money sleeps with big money, and it's just they have a list, and those those accounts get suppressed. And it's, it's a very real thing going on and it's not crazy talk. It's not conspiracy talk. It is a legit thing going on. And it's I've had people reach out and they go, we've on, on certain uh, platforms. They do it in Twitter and Instagram are their two big ones. Twitter is their main one they like to control because that one is where people are able to spread their voice the quickest. And so that is and that is why WWE tried to get talent and had they got hooked into their accounts and it's that's why they wanted me to sign over my accounts. There's very it's a very real problem going on that needs to be discussed more. And the, the the unfortunate problem is is it's very difficult to well how do you prove it? Well, you can the only way you can prove it is with talents going to other platforms and doing well and doing really well. Like my TikTok, I've gotten millions of views and hundreds of thousands of views, and then on those same exact post, we'll get twenty five likes on Twitter and only mm-hmm. seen by 0.03%. But that other, where they get millions on. So how do you explain being seen on certain things and then not on others? It's yeah. very, and it's too, it's not that it's even close. I mean, we're on two opposite ends of the spectrum of being seen and not being seen. And I believe in what people have reached out and DMs go. we have no doubt. When I started putting up stuff, they go, we think it's happening to our accounts too while they're under contract there. And I'm not naming names, I'm not doing that to them. But it's a very real issue going on.
1: So uh, you used to be verified, and, and then yeah. you became unverified when you changed your profile yeah. name?
0: So that had nothing to do with, as far as the losing the verification, that was just simply from updating the name. The problem is, is I've said, uh, for this whole thing with the account with Twitter, I've messaged them for four and a half years. They've not replied one time on any mm-hmm. of this. And so they're supposedly, though, now going to be verifying accounts on January 20th once again coming up so we're going to, going to see what happens with that as far as if they re-verify the account or not but it dropped when I changed it from Ryback 22 to Ryback which yeah. and, and that was and I wasn't aware that that was going to happen um and it is what it is so yeah Th- that wasn't connected to it as far as the verification that wasn't like as, as far as I know that wasn't uh, that's standard if you change your name it falls off so.
1: Yeah, speaking of the social media, Cro Agency Love UK, they uh, they had some stats this past week. They were looking at the uh, the biggest celebrity Instagram accounts, and they estimated that last year in 2020, that Lana was estimated at making six hundred twenty six thousand dollars from fifty nine Instagram accounts, uh, Instagram ads rather. Sorry, well, Mandy Rose made four hundred ninety thousand from seventy one. And, you know, Lana was doing the bang energy drinks and ads and things like that. And then since WWE stopped the third party, they issued that edict um, last fall that stopped and they had to delete. They actually deleted their old uh, Instagram posts with the ads. So that's a big chunk of money that this edict is costing them.
0: Yeah. And I don't know as far as if if how accurate those numbers are. I would say, though, they're still making money off of it. No doubt. Yeah. And, and a lot of those, the, and that's just from things I've seen with paid advertisements on followings, but Lana, definitely the women, I mean, it definitely impacts the most with that because the sex sells on social media, those companies right. love using the women on things. So yeah, that, no, no doubt, even to say that's half of that, that's a lot of money.
1: Right. You know? Um, Moving on with impact wrestling, uh, the, the rascals formerly of Impact, made their debuts on WWE NXT this past week. Uh, They are now known as Wes Lee, that's uh, two words, and Nash Carter. Uh, They used to be Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. So, um, yeah, former Impact talent now there. Uh, Ethan Page, his contract is up with Impact, and there have been some others, Jake Crist. So, um, so yeah, a, a lot of moving parts right now.
0: No good deal, as long as they're happy, man. And uh, I'm always for wrestlers and and opportunities for wrestlers. And I want everyone to make as much money as possible doing this. So,
1: Yeah. Uh, One thing that's uh, gotten a lot of buzz online is Jay White, a New Japan pro wrestling star. Uh, There's been a lot of speculation about his future um, following his loss to Kota Ibushi in the main event of day two of Wrestle Kingdom 15. Uh, There were rumors that WWE was interested in signing him, but it kind of appears like this is just an angle. Uh, Jay White reportedly had signed a long-term deal a couple of years ago. So yeah, it appears like it's an Angle and Jay White staying put.
0: Good deal. Yeah. No, if he's happy. And like I said, and uh, there's a lot of places uh, to make money right now and, and to, to wrestle and to do pro wrestling. So it's unlike and I think with social media and everything uh, you know, like we, and I've told you before, with guys, you don't even have to wrestle technically with, and again, it maybe depends on name value and how active you are on social media. But, you know, it's like, I, I look at this and when crowds are back, it's one of those situations where, and I think I've mentioned this to you before I'm in a position now where I, I don't have to necessarily go back to TV. Do I want to? Yes. But I could also just take bookings and, and go across travel across the world and use my footage on my own YouTube channel and continue to make even more money on top of booking money with that and not commit to anybody. And that's not to say that at some point you don't, but there are, like, that's an opportunity that if other talent want to do that and strictly use their footage on their own social media channels, they'll make the advertising revenue from that on top of their booking money and, and merchandise money, where I think you can now truly be an independent contractor at a whole other level um, if you don't want to necessarily sign a contract. And it, again, I have that luxury now with having Feed Me More Nutrition money, and, and being able to earn a living outside of wrestling where I go, wait a second, I have some options here. And I think other talent are gonna have options, which is why I think it's so important to get your social media set if you are under contract, so that if you do wanna go that route, that is an option. And I do think as time goes on, we're gonna see that a lot more.
1: Yeah. Seems like one big piece of advice for talent would be to use your real names on social media and not the not
0: the gimmick names. If you don't own right. it, yeah. yeah. I think it, it establish an identity. Uh, either way, and again, though that so here's the issue with that though, Raj. Like in WWE, is Patty like this? They they some they see you doing good and using your real name, they'll screw you over in other ways too. Mm-hmm. Like it really, it's it's a very so it's because it's it's a really as far as that. I only could speak for that company because I've seen it. It's so it, it's a but I do think that is good advice. I do think that is something you need to do, and I, I would say I think talent need to to be more vocal on on their trademarks if they created mm-hmm. a name, not signing them over to WWE, but at the same time, what do you think is going to happen if, you know, if Keith Lee and, and say, that and was whatever, say that was his, uh, is that, I'm assuming that's his, me, that's his real name, right? Yeah. Or a gimmick name. Or say, either way, say it was his gimmick name and they went to trademark it and where he, or say he trademarked it before he went there, there's probably a good chance they'd make him change his name. And it's, it's or they won't use you or they'll just, you know, now nah, you're difficult to work with. And then they put out false things online to the little the toxic wrestling community that that literally the I call them the dirt sheet sluts, or dirt sheet hose, whatever you want to call it. Everyone's just kind of in bed together, just sharing everything. And it's just like whether it's true or not. And then, oh, he has a bad attitude. And it, that goes on all the time. And it's and it's, it's manipulation and it's old school carny tricks, So.
1: Um, and we don't do that at Wrestling Inc. Just, to
0: <laughs> so. Roger, I don't have you. In, I don't have you included in the dirt sheet hose. I wouldn't <laughs> be doing the show with you. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, some cool news this week: uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, which is I, I think an outstanding series. The season three premiere will focus on the life and career of the late Brian Pillman. And Steve Austin will appear on the episode. I don't know if he's, he's just being interviewed or if he'll be moderating it. Chris Jericho had moderated, I believe, a couple of episodes last season, at least one. So, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring, Brian Pillman with Steve Austin uh,
0: featured. I think that is that's going to be a, a must-watch episode, and uh, it's really cool seeing too everything with uh with with Brian Pillman Jr. kind of coming up and, and being used more with AEW and. Uh, I'm happy that that the story is going to, I think they'll do a really good job with that. And they're, they're, if they're getting, you know, Austin for that. They're going all out. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, it should be, a, it should be a good one. Uh, right now it looks like WrestleMania 37. The date is, you know, we had mentioned before that it's not set in stone. It was originally planned for March 27th. Now it looks like it'll be taking place on April 11th. That's the date they have penciled in. So moving it at two weeks uh, you know, people are starting to get vaccinated. My wife just had, she's in, in the, uh, she's a physical therapist. She just got her first dose of the vaccine. Um, so, you know, there, Joe Biden, President-elect Joe Biden has said he plans to have a hundred vaccinations out in his first hundred days. Obviously that's a third of the country. So you can start getting a lot of people back in and, and, and this, even more of the country, if you don't include children, because they wouldn't be getting it yeah. anyway yet. So. WrestleMania 37 looking like April 11th as of now
0: I think that's a good business decision I would have even pushing it back if they could have pushed it back another month it would have been um but obviously they're getting probably some estimates from imagine they have people giving them time frames on everything with all of this right and because they, they want this in front of a crowd as, as do all of us and and I want it more than ever you know especially with everything going on personally but hopefully get the the, the vaccinations like we said are the key to all of this getting them out to the hot spots that are the most affected areas and getting things under control, you know, in, in California, New York and in, in wherever, whether that's here, I don't know what I know it's gone up supposedly, but getting these out and allowing, like we said, getting back to some sense of normalcy because it's here we are 2021. We're mid halfway in, in January. It's, yeah. but we're, we're moving. It's not like these are, these are out now so the it's just now as far as getting them out at an efficient level and uh I'm flying I go to Columbia here uh next month early next month I gotta go do a a COVID test three days before and I gotta do one while I'm there uh coming back as well you know precautionary wise as far as all that so yeah but I mean we I think I I think all of us at this point just want to get back to going living life and um so, it's not like we're sitting here talking, though, and we're hoping the vaccination is going to be out. And we're months out. Now we're okay. Yeah. Progress is should, being made.
1: Do you think they should just say WrestleMania this year is in June? And we'll, be, you know, like that gives it enough time, it seems like, to kind of, and you could kind of be safe with that date, more or less.
0: See, yeah. I wouldn't, so I, again, when you say April, that's right around the corner still, with, Right. the way time flies. It, time with all flies this.
1: during this stretch.
0: Yeah. yeah and it it's I'm just based off what I know, I would think if they're pushing it back only two weeks, he's Vince is getting some sort of estimate from somebody with his connections that that that's gonna be a safe date to run in front of a full crowd. otherwise I would think he would push it back further. So yeah. because I mean he's he got he's figured in I don't, he's he's a figured in man. So, right. the, but who knows? I, I agree with you. I think, it, but I think, you know, I even think March, April, May, I think even saying May 1st, it gives you a little bit of breathing room with it, right. but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Cause even after the, after people are vaccinated, you have to wait a few weeks before, uh, you know, it's, it's fully kicked
0: in. So well, the numbers aren't yeah, just we'll... going to drastically drop to, to down. Like it, It's going to, it's going to take time. With yeah. This, I mean, I with think we
1: yeah, we saw the numbers drop a lot in the summer. So the, the yeah. you know the the hope is that with the weather change combined with the vaccinations, that we'll be close to getting the virus down. You know t- to where you know we reach herd immunity uh, sooner rather than later. Hopefully, but yeah, we'll
0: see. no, and but we're also going to have more people hopefully. And again, I think everyone's living for the most part outside of people taking precautions. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, we will see. Hopefully, you know if all the restaurants are open. What we'll see is, though there'll be more people out and about in every area, you know. Right. And I think there's going to be a surge when they too, when after all this is over. So I, that's why I'm hoping the rollout is for whoever the people are that want the vaccinations, get them. Yeah. And and they work, but we because I've heard there's been a slow rollout with all of that, and because yeah. like you said, there is going to be a time period with this, so.
1: All right. Um, before we get to the ratings, I, I, maybe I should just ask you this every week, because I think like a quarter of the oh. chats are about you returning to wrestling. Yes. Uh, Oscar Molina asking I, to, you know, the fucking to the Royal
0: Rumble. I can tell you guys that I've been saying this for five fucking years. I'm not I'm not coming back to WWE. Like I got, it's not. It's But thank you. you yeah, can, so. Go ahead, Raj. Continue. I just wanted to make sure that every, I'm getting a lot of Royal Rumble. I wake up. I'll have hundreds of DMs. Don't get me wrong. I'm blessed. I love it. Yeah. As much as people see any of the negativity, there's so much love. And I love that people care. And every year, so you're going to be in the Royal Rumble. You're going to be in the Royal Rumble. First of all, guys, even if I was going back to WWE with what I've gone through, I would not go back to an empty arena, to the, the Thunderdome. I would not. What I have gone through, I deserve a full crowd. And I owe myself that. I love myself and I have enough respect for myself with what I've overcome of needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and this never in the history of athletes being done before, which I don't care how people believe or not believe this is, I am going to come back to a full crowd. So that is just established that I'm not working you. I'm not lying. I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to be number 27. I'm not going to be number 30. I'm not going back to WWE.
1: (laughs) So that narrows it down. AEW new Japan impact and ROH um so uh might as well uh,
0: we'll see what the opportunities are once i get the final stem cells and then i'm back i'm moving i told you we're putting the process got the house up and listed we're going to see if we get what we want for it and then and i will you know i will i will go from there i like we said i i'm anticipating there's not going to be crowds until the summer most likely right even even if it's in april i'm looking i'm looking probably just Timeline of all this of the stem cells and I feel great now, but they really, really this they're gonna I'm these are gonna push me back to like this is gonna be really good. It's gonna be probably summer second half of 2021. Like it could be the last day of 2021, Rush. I don't care. At this point in time, just the fact I'm still young, I feel better than I have, like I've I have no, I've not aged. I've not like I'm I feel better now than I have the last five years. Yeah. I'm gonna so- make sure it's the right situation.
1: So physically, um, and we've, we've discussed this before, but physically, when once you've had all the stem cells, what do you think is the earliest you'd be able to get back in the ring? You, so you're probably the summer then, the, the latter yeah, part of summer? And, you know, a lot of this
0: is going to depend on conversations I have and me getting back in the ring. And that, that I'm not worried about. Like, I've trained and I'm in condition. Like, you could tell me I have to go work a 15-minute match next week, I could go do it. Like, I'm not even right. – it's a matter of it's – Lining up in business wise, and this is you know at this stage of the game in life, it is all business. And I love pro wrestling, and I I've been very vocal though. I think on on one company that being AEW that I think is the future of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. I walked away from millions of dollars in the top spot in in the biggest company in the world to get my health back. I've been nothing but honest. I've spoken up from wrestlers for day one. There's been a lot of hate and a lot of negativity. There's been a lot of lies. I have held ground. I've grown. I've literally learned to make more money with business than with wrestling, which is almost unheard of, especially with everything that's gone on and the amount of lies and BS. I'm going to go back to a good situation. And there's, there's, there's no attitude issues. There's no, everyone that knows me, I get along with, and it's, it's completely, and then then there's a portion. And no matter what you do in life, there's people that love you and people that hate you. And I've, no matter what, have been able to keep attention without even trying this last four and a half years with people. But if you look, it's people either massively love me and support me, or they massively hate me. And it's typically the same group that hates me. And it's that dirt sheet community that read the lies. And that's all they see. They fail to 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 look at anything positive, which is 99% of the content pushed out in educational on health and fitness and mindset. So I'm looking back to going back to a good opportunity. And like I said, for whatever reason, say there, if there was, say there was no opportunities in pro wrestling for Ryback in 2021, there will be the opportunity of continuing to work for myself and to go on the independence and wrestle main event matches on the independence against the best talent in the world out there and have that footage for my Ryback TV channel. And I will make more money than ever doing that as well. So Again, though, I would like to go back to TV. I have a lot of goals in wrestling. I would like to go back to a good, I would like to have a more positive experience. And I did have a positive experience with WWE with the talent. I got along with everyone. I love all the wrestlers and the divas. But I think a more team-oriented, positive environment would be something would be very welcomed by me. Like, I would I really, um, building pro wrestling for the future and for future wrestlers that get into it so that they don't have to go through what a lot of, we went through and what our heroes and the people that have died young for us went through. That's where I think a lot of people don't understand. I'm very respectful of the business and I have a lot of love for all the talent that came before us and everything they've done that because they got mistreated at a whole other level, mainly by Vince, Vince with all of this and and we're seeing a change. And that is where, and you have the only way you have changes by speaking up and with that, you get a lot of love and you get a lot of hate. Luckily, I've always had thick skin. Nothing bothers me because I have my goals. And I know how to do the work to get to my goals. And but speaking up has been key in all of it. And so that's where I think it's just uh, unfortunately, there's some people online, they they're very, they have selective, uh, they're very selective of, of what they want to see. And if you think I'm this big, evil, horrible, big, dumb, evil wrestler, um, you're gonna find a reason to believe that online. And likewise, if you take the chance to just sit back and listen and get to know and actually look at the history and the things, you'll be like, I like this guy and yeah. maybe you don't but it, it's i i've always stayed true and i've always spoken honestly and i the reason why i did that and this is why i started my business and this is what pushed me to learn about business is because i saw the way that the wrestling world was in wwe and i'm grateful for the experience because it pushed me to this and yet i really truly believe it's, it's playing a part for the future for change and you do that by speaking up and i'm healthy enough now now i can continue speaking up while doing the work in my profession that I, I love very much so.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I think it uh, couldn't be much more clearer than that. So yeah, I'm sure we'll still get that every week.
0: And um, I do want to say, too, I have I wish again, and with, I'm in such a good, happy place to Jim Cornette. I want to wish Jim Cornette, I want to send him a big hug and, and nothing but love. And uh, it's he's he, he likes to take jabs and he's said a lot of lies over the years. Um, but he can't hurt me. And I look forward to getting back into the business. And uh, I think I speak for everyone where I think, I don't think anyone welcomes Jim into the business. And I don't think he'll ever be a part of it moving forward. I think he has some good takes on things, um, but it's really unfortunate that I feel he truly has a lot of evil and, and hurt and pain in his heart. And, uh, you know, he came up to me and, and shook my hand years ago before he started spouting off all the negative stuff. So I don't really know, what his personal deal is, but I want to send him love. And I I always encourage my followers to not talk trash to people. And if I see you talking trash to people, even in my defense, I'll block you. I just don't agree with it. So uh, unlike his people, but yeah, get that out of the way.
1: Wow. All right. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, so, uh, so finally the ratings, this is uh, both NXT, AEW. Again, the news is really, The news is really affecting uh, them. For whatever reason, it it seems like everything seems to happen on a Wednesday. The U.S. Capitol was under siege last week. It was on a Wednesday. This past week, President Trump impeached for a second time. This is going to sound weird to say, but the last time President Trump was impeached, also on a Wednesday, and, uh, and that, day, uh, that day, AEW did one of their lowest ratings uh, in history. That was the only time NXT actually beat AEW in both viewers and the demo. And uh, this past Wednesday, NXT uh, Dynamite actually beat NXT by a pretty wide margin. and Dynamite did 762,000 viewers. They were up 15% from last week, and NXT did 551,000 viewers, down 14% from last week. Basically, what happened is the total combined viewership was about the same as last week, which was another news-heavy week. Just NXT had a loaded show last week, so more of those wrestling fans watched NXT. This week, they switched to AEW. so Viewership, total combined, about the same, uh, but dynamite with the big win this week.
0: Yeah, and again, I want to, I want to see these numbers coming up especially with them with the, I feel like Wednesday nights are the best night of wrestling during the week. When I say wrestling, I'm just saying overall, not saying actually in ring wrestling. I'm just saying overall, like I again, I'm heavily invested in one company on what they're doing. So I, but I want to see both shows growing uh, far more than what they have again, pandemic virus, no crowds to. I mean, Aew has people there now, but nowhere, nothing like having a full packed house arena. So we're not really getting our true gauge on anything, but these numbers have been stuck in this now. I mean, we, from the moment, the, the, every, everyone, we started all this, the Wednesday night wars, whatever you want to call it with AEW and NXT, the numbers started off and then they've come down and they kind of hovered around this, this ballpark area. And, uh, I really would like to see AEW make a push to get back that initial audience. That one, I would love to see them get to the mid one, 1.4, 1.5 consistently. Um, and, and grow that even more you know I do believe wrestling I do believe wrestling can get back into the threes and fours with the ratings if they just have to look at and I'm a firm believer in this if wrestling goes back to making mega stars the ratings will go up All right it's the only way people don't tune in to watch and I say this when I say fake fighting I say that in the context, it's it's very real—the physicality and the pain and the emotions that we feel. I use the word fake, like a lot of guys, because it's it's scripted and physical entertainment. But to get people outside of the bubble, right? And I grew up watching it, understanding it, and suspending my belief, disbelief. We have to get regular people that have so many other options. To want to see larger than life superstars, people that are rich, people mm-hmm. are drawn to people that are rich. Right. People are, because it's something it's eluded so many people. It's basic human psychology. And That was one of the great things about watching superstars go on the rise in pro wrestling for fans. And I'm speaking from experience. I used to love seeing a new guy debut and knowing that guy probably didn't have a lot. Just understand and and watching him like The Rock's the perfect example. And it's right. a true. And you go back and hear the amount of he had nothing. And mm-hmm. you see this guy starting. They start to dress a little nicer, and that's what I, I see with AEW. We got a big group of independent guys that probably were living in apartments, not making a lot of money. Now we're starting to see them starting to have a little bit of money. Ricky Stark's a great example. Starting to dress a little nicer. Starting to get a little cocky. All in character, yes, right. But it's we're seeing a growth and a progression with with people that are starting to get wealth and low wealth probably still, but starting to get wealth and growing. That people are drawn to that. And you need to, if you're going to watch, and I say it again because it's understood by the masses fake fighting, you want to see these larger than life personas. That's why social media is important. And people will tune into the fake fighting to watch the people and the brands. And they have to be this is where WWE went wrong and AEW. The brand is the brand. We get it. And it's, but you got to allow the talent to be as big as possible. And if it's bigger than the brand, so be it. Yes. You have to allow it though. And that is in rating. I promise you, Raj. Ratings will go up. Yeah, I promise.
1: Absolutely. I mean, stepping back from what I do, just watching it as a, as a viewer, that has been the biggest uh, the biggest lack in the yeah. in the business uh, since uh, you know the Austin and the Rock left, and you know to an extent, Cena. So they need to get back to doing that. Absolutely. And you want to know
0: what the draw to with that is? And, and not say everyone's going to get to that, right? right. But so you got so you got your your five-star wrestlers, right? That can do every move in the book, right? And whether they psychology or not, but say you got the guys that, that are really loved in that 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 wrestling bubble, right? Say, and so you get so man, how invested would you be to watch the rock wrestle Kenny Omega? Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. you'd want to see what would the Rock, how would that do? What would go down? Or name any person that has you, but you mix and match. This is what makes wrestling great: is you have different wrestlers, different characters, and this is why wrestling. Every there's a lot of focus on how many moves do you do. Right? Right? It's not that how good can you talk? What kind of promo can you cut? You want to put these guys. It's different superpowers, right? And some guys have a little bit of everything. Some guys are a little more stacked in other areas. Some guys are maybe just strictly bell-to-bell guys. Great. Man, that's great. Let that bell-to-bell guy get his ass chewed out for three weeks on promos. And then we're going to get into the ring. Now we're going to put him in his element with the the talker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what makes pro wrestling great. You Mm -hmm. can't just say we're all just bell-to-bell. It doesn't work. It never has. It never will. You WCW, see that with
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, we saw WCW when when they were doing those huge ratings. So they had guys, they had their bell to bell guys and they weren't the most over guys on the show. They weren't pushed necessarily like that either. But you give people a little something, a little bit of everything. And that's right. where I see AEW, I feel, can have the advantage to guys that understand that. We'll be able to go out and do that and we'll have success there.
1: Yeah. And,
0: I, and I think, though, it's, again, it's just – it's marketing. It's social media, and it, it. But it's gonna. It's a group effort to get the masses back from. And I say this: all wrestlers should want should want as much people watching wrestling as possible. Because one, it, it we're gonna it, it. Your legacy will be greater. The money will be greater. You'll have more opportunities outside of it. The more people that watch wrestling outside of the bubble, the more opportunities there will be for every wrestler and yeah. i want every wrestler to have as many opportunities because it's been held back for so long from so many and we have to look at the past and all these people that sacrificed their lives and have died young and man let's make this as great as possible and it's not shitting on each other wrestlers like that it's literally everybody understanding like okay what can we do you know to make this good i see people they shit on brett hart man for how brett man the guy is so fucking good Mm -hmm. That guy in like, but it's not, there's no one magic formula, you know, Hulk Hulk Hogan is an amazing wrestler and worker. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time, he knew, he knew how to go out there and do other things. Mm -hmm. He knew how to draw money. He knew how to work like a 300 pound monster and be the Hulk. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to respect that. And whether the the toxic fan base does or not, we as wrestlers have to respect the different styles and what everybody brings to the table and that we can all make more money together in all of this at the end of the day. And we can't take things personally. You got to let people talk. You know, another thing I think in wrestling to me that makes it appealing is letting guys go out there and have added promos. Mm -hmm. I want I I don't want to. When did when did I thought about this the other day? and I want to ask you your opinion before with wrestling and again I get it if you're a certain level star you need to protect and you have a business and money but say you just want to see who's going to be your biggest star man I would start having guys go out there in segments and I wouldn't announce it as this I want it don't don't expose the business but man if I was AEW I'd have every week a segment where you just let two guys go out there and freeball it yeah and who and let cuz what's going to happen with that is you're going to get people tuning in to see real in a, in a scripted show, and what will happen is you will create your next big star doing that by saying, "Let's go out there and give the guys ten minutes. You guys, as long as you keep within the guidelines of TV, no cussing, this and that. Have at it. Let's see. Let's see who are the true, quick, quick, quick-witted, you know, thinkers out there who have game. And then, I, then you can always structure it off of that after. But I think that's a cool segment every week, whether it's just like so just let two guys go out there and." Yeah. And get it off. I would tune. I would. It, I would venture. I'll go out on a limb here, Raj. If a wrestling company did that, if AEW did that, and let two guys every week just go out and don't, however they set it up, I would bet it would be the highest rated segment of the show every week.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I know if all my friends, if I told them, hey guys, there's this great 45 minute wrestling match with you know a bunch of fault great false finishes, and you got to watch it. No one's gonna watch it. But if I say there's this great hilarious segment or a super crazy segment, they'll, watch, you know, they're when anything goes.
0: It. It's not scripted. They let them just go out and say whatever they want. Yeah. Holy hell! To me, man, I think the right. wrestling community would be buzzing, and you're going to get people that tune in to watch people roast each other. Right. It's <laughs> yeah, the truth, exactly. and it's yeah. not like have that, man. Wrestlers have thick skin. You get you, you get you know you get smoked out there one week. So be it. Yeah. it will make you. It'll push you to be better at your promos. Yeah, it's almost that's like a rap, I think right? we. Yeah, Yeah. a rap battle without the rap. And if a guy wants to flow, let him flow. Like, who the hell can go out there and just let loose, go have at it. And within the the context of pro wrestling and have respect to let each other talk and go back and forth. And let's see who our next big promo is. Let's see the guys that have been confined to the written promos. Let's see who truly has the creative brain to thrive. And then we could guide it along if we know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think just a segment every week with that, just... And Man, I would tune in. And whether that's WWE, hell, I'm telling you, it'll be the highest-rated segment in wrestling every week because it's real. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's all I got to offer. (laughs) It's my contribution to the wrestling business.
1: Um, all right. So finally, uh, impact viewership, 161,000 viewers. That's kind of, that's what their average was in viewers last year. So again, kind of the, some of the buzz with Kenny Omega is, is worn off, but it was up from last week, uh, which did 148,000 viewers. I uh, showed did a 0.05. Now that's a 0.05, not a 0.5, uh, 0.05 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. So, um, And in that demo, it ranked, uh, I believe it was 126 on the Cable Top 150 for that demo that night. Uh, RAW, with with Triple H's return to the ring, uh, they did an average of 1.819 million viewers, which... Uh, Is down 14.5% from last week, but last week was the Legends Night Special. And last week, they didn't have the competition room, the college football championship, which took a huge chunk out of viewership. So Triple H helped the rating. Otherwise, they probably would have done one of their lowest uh, ratings of the year. As that opening did over 2 million viewers, did 2.024 million viewers. And then it fell to 1.8 in second hour, 1.6 in third hour. So that's a big drop, 2 to 1.6 from hour one to hour three.
0: Big drop. And again, it's everyone's struggling, though, on the of the, the this, you know, the energy wrestling needs energy. And that's why I think Raw's taken the biggest hit. That was that used to be the highest energy live show, which is why I think it's it's taken the biggest hit. And they've had a lot of issues talent wise and new talent that have debuted with no crowd. Yeah. Um, it, it's there's it, it's. They've not done a good job, and this isn't just overall my opinion, WWE has not done a good job of creating new stars. Mm -hmm. And it's really tough, and we've talked about that, and part of the problem is is by limiting the current stars and not allowing anybody to get too, too, too over, it makes it even more difficult to make new stars. It just gets less and less and less and less over time, and that's what we've seen. That Hogan dust gets diluted, you know, Say the Hogan dust is the 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 cream of the crop dust. It kind of just is gone down from that because they haven't allowed anybody else to kind of add to the dust. It is yeah. what it is. So yeah.
1: but, and yeah. and there's been so many extranuating circumstances like this this Wednesday again you know we talked about the news the past two weeks for AEW and NXT this Wednesday we're gonna have the inauguration and there's yeah. gonna be an inauguration inauguration special during prime time with performances and things like that so that's gonna yeah. be competing with AEW and NXT I'm sure they'll both be down again hopefully they can rebound with three weeks of you know kind of uh, lower ratings but um yeah. and they should be able to but yeah um that's what it goes like good, too,
0: the inauguration. Hopefully everything goes smoothly.
1: Absolutely. Hopefully there's it. not no news coming out of that. Yeah, if there's just...
0: news with any that, they're definitely taking a hit. So Right. let's yeah. hope for the best.
1: Yeah. And then finally last week, uh, SmackDown, 2.1 million viewers up from the week before, which was up against a big college game. Um, kind of on the lower end of what they've been doing. Yeah. Um, a point five six in the 18 to 49 demo but still considering they were still dealing with that news it's just weird that the other shows uh that night the SmackDown's usually number one in the demo and that wasn't the case this week it was number six so uh yeah just uh, kind of a weird one because that's w- one of the things smackdown had always had going for it is even though the viewership is lower than the other shows uh they're top in the 14 18 to 49 demo but that yeah. didn't happen this week
0: No. And again, I think that is the with, with the Roman stuff and, and we've got Big E over there. There's more some more interesting things going on over there storyline wise. And that's uh, kept that afloat a little bit better than raw. and again being on on Fox definitely has has contributed to that as well. So it was just we'll see what happens. I think April, May ish, if we get crowds back, I do think we see a bump in the numbers. How high yeah. that, that is to be determined. So
1: yeah. All right. Well, that about does it for this week. <laughs> we had been doing under an hour uh, for a little bit there, but uh, this week we went a little over.
0: Yeah, this is fun. I like not knowing what you're going to throw at me either, Raj. Yeah, fun, maybe really
1: I, we, we could keep this format. Instead it keeps of... me on my toes a little <laughs> more.
0: You never know what you're going to get. But right. no, thank you as always. And uh, anything to plug to wrap up?
1: Uh, yeah, keep checking out wrestlingink.com. We have uh, tons of exclusive interviews. Um, we we just recently this week we had Candice Michelle on, uh, who discussed why uh, she was not Raw Legends Night as she was advertised. Uh, just and a bunch of others. So keep checking out
0: wrestlingink.com. Good deal, Rush. Thank you as always. And guys, feed me more nutrition on feedme.more.com. Save twenty percent with discount code January twenty. We also are giving away free mask and beanies, well supplies last. So get your orders in when you can. Thank you very much for listening. You've just listened to the shooting blanks wrestling report. Feed me more. Awesome.
1: All right, man. Well, thanks.